0: Fresh word with reverend Tunde Muslim. Welcome to Fresh word one more time. We're going to get to the word of God. And today I want to talk to you as believers, as Christians that are living in this present time. The question is, this present season, how do we live in it? I know many of us are bothered that we cannot Gather together. We cannot have services together. Excuse me. And this is bothering us. We wonder what we're going to do. How do we cope as believers without gathering together? And you know, it's a very strange season and it's time to actually look at what does God want us to do in this season? How do we live our lives and how do we cope? When we have issues like this, as believers, our first response will be, "What does the Word of God say about this?" And then we ask ourselves that, "Have there been any kind of situations in the Bible, those kind of issues in the Bible that the Word of God addressed that, for 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 look at this that you will not be able to gather together as God's people, that the church building is left <laughs> in quote, desolate, you cannot go down there and have." Sunday services, conferences, and our conventions, and we are just wondering what will happen next. So what do we do? Do we have any kind of, uh, uh, kind of an issue in the Bible, and uh, what did they do to it? The, the, we have this strange time that happened in the land of Israel when Babylon invaded uh, Judah and came to attack Jerusalem. And you know, you remember that Jerusalem was where the temple was at that time. And people gathered, they got over their, their gathering in the temple in Jerusalem. And Babylon came and attacked Jerusalem and ransacked the house of God, so to speak. Let's see the other one, chapter thirty-six, second Chronicles, verse 19 says, Then they burned the house of God, broke down the wall of Jerusalem, burned all his palaces with fire, and destroyed all his precious possessions. And those who escaped from the sword, they carried away to Babylon, where they became servant to him and his sons unto the rule of the kingdom of Persia. So, uh, 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 we could see from that place we just read, that uh, the house of Israel lost their temple, their gathering place before God, and they had to be taken to captivity. They went to Babylon and there was no temple, there was no uh, gathering together for Passover, for Pentecost, for Feast of Gathering. They were scattered in the Babylon and that was very unnerving for them. And, and if you remember, Jeremiah had been prophesying about that the city would be captured. They thought that, that would never happen because they were God's people and it took place and they were scattered in Babylon they faced the kind of things we were facing today. We were not taken captive, but the virus <laughs> ransacked our churches and uh, put all of us outside the church and then we had to be at home, go do our things. And uh, what do we do? How do we live in this season? That, that's the question. Don't forget that. And there is a way you can live in this season that is also biblical, but it's not the best way. You know, what... Is the meaning of that? What do I mean by that? You know, the house of Israel, when they got to Babylon, they were really disappointed, depressed, and they took to writing of psalms. Let's look at the psalm that they wrote in captivity, when they were just without the temple, without Jerusalem, and without gathering together. Psalm 137. You remember the psalm? It says this: By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down, yeah we wept. When we remember Zion, we hung our harps upon the willows in the midst of it. For there, those who carried us, they were captive. Ask of us a song, and those who plundered us requested myth, saying, sing us one of the songs of Zion. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a foreign land? Listen to this. If I forget to Jerusalem, then my right hand forgets his skill. If I do not remember you, let my tongue cling to the roof of my mouth. If I do not exhort to Jerusalem, above my chief joy. See, this was lamentation because they couldn't come to Zion. They couldn't come for services. They couldn't come for gathering. And they were really bothered. They were really disappointed. They were depressed. And the people of the land started taunting them and said, look, come sing to us the songs of Zion. You know, something you, you you notice you missed more than anything else, besides the preaching of the word of God, which is going on anyway, is the what I call singing together as a people, as a gathering, as a congregation, worshiping God with the same you know kind of music and lifting up the Lord. That 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 that, has been, of course, you can listen to CD, you can listen to music on your phone and your your, your devices, but <clears throat> that, 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 that cannot be compared to you know congregation and singing and, and worshiping the Lord together. You really miss that. And they were taunting them and said, look, I sing us the song of Zion. And he said, how can we sing the Lord's song in the same land? He said, if I forget Jerusalem. So, you know, some us are really wondering how you're going to go on, you know, how long will this last? And then what are you going to do? And you can all gather together in large number, do what you want to do and worship the Lord, meet friends and, you know, forget our social distancing. You know, but we, are, we, are, we are under this now because of the present situation. So how do we live in this season? and what I'm going to recommend for you it's a little bit different from what people would think, I want us to go back to Jeremiah 29 remember I said Jeremiah was the one who prophesied to them about uh, that the city will be captured and then will be taken over and the temple will be ransacked they didn't believe him, but finally it happened so they were carried away to Babylon and interestingly enough Jeremiah now got in contact with this would have been scattered and the temple ransacked. And let's see what he did with them. In that time he will come before the fall of Jerusalem and the temple was ruined. He will come to the temple and proclaim the word of God and they will attack him. Now the temple is gone it was gone. The city was gone. People are scattered in captivity. And let's look at what uh what happened. Jeremiah now did something. 29 verse 1 the book of Jeremiah. he says now these are the words of the letter that Jeremiah the prophet sent from Jerusalem to the remainder of the elders who were carried away captive to the priest, the prophet and all the people whom Nebuchadnezzar had carried away captive from Jerusalem to Babylon. This happened after Jeconiah, the king the queen mother, the eunuchs, the princes of Judah Jerusalem, the craftsmen and the smith had departed from Jerusalem. The letter was sent by the hand of Elasa, the son of Shafa, and Gamariah, the son of Hikia, whom Zedekiah, king of Judah, sent to Babylon, to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. Wow. So you can see the the, the, the people are scattered in captivity and there was no meeting place, even for Jeremiah to meet them. So Jeremiah wrote them this letter. <laughs> you know, today, you could have used Zoom, you could have used Facebook or any of these social media, or whatever, you know, or something, uh, podcasting, whatever, to get across to them. Now, the technology then was writing, so he wrote them letters. So he, 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 that's the only way we could get across to them. And, of course, they didn't have the garden together get Temple Jerusalem, but there was a letter written by, by, by Jeremiah to get across to them. Uh, but, but, uh, I'm not really concerned about the, the means of getting across to them. Let's look at the content. What did he ask them to do? I asked them to live in that season. That season they were in. And we are that kind of season right now. Where we were just hanging. We were, I mean, when I go back together, church, we are all scattered. Temple had been, you know, uh deserted. We don't go to church anymore. We don't have gatherings. So what do we do? How do we live in this present season? As believers, listen to what he said to them. Listen. I love this verse 4. Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all who are carried away captive, whom have caused to be carried away from Jerusalem to Babylon. Now, God's now addressing them. They were scattered. No more temple. Temple had been burnt down. Jerusalem had been, you know, taken captive and destroyed, and all the mighty men had been taken out of Jerusalem and this temple. And no more. Just like today, we are all in our different homes and our different activities, but we just can't gather together again. What do we do? You know you can have ceremonies, you can have that, you can gather. So what do you do? Let's look at what the recommended for them when they had no temple and no gatherings. Verse four, verse five, rather, Build houses and dwell in them. Plant gardens and eat their fruit. Take wives and beget sons and daughters. And take wives for your sons and give your daughters to husbands so that they may bear sons and daughters. That you may be increased there and not diminished. And seek the peace of the city where I have caused you to be carried away captive, and pray to the Lord for it, for in his peace you will have peace. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, do not let your prophet and your diviners who are in your midst do what? To deceive you, nor listen to your dreams which you caused to be dreamed, for they prophesy falsely to you in my name. I have not sent them, says the Lord. For thus, says the Lord, after 70 years are completed at Babylon, I'll visit you and perform my good word toward you and cause you to return to this place. For I know the thought that I think toward you, says the Lord, thought of peace and of evil, to give you a future, not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you'll call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you and you'll seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I know you have heard that famous verse now that we usually quote that says, uh, for I know the thought that I think toward you, says Mm -hmm. the Lord, thought of peace and of evil. You know, we quote that verse out. We never look at the context. This was verse was quoted, this, this word was given to Israel when they couldn't go to the temple, when there was no gathering. So, get that very clear first. That even right now where there is no gathering, there is no church, so-called temple, we have to be gathered together and fellowship as God's people as a church. God said, my thoughts toward you are not evil. They are good. They are thought of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. So in the midst of all this pandemic season, this present season when you could not really do a lot of moving together, fellowshipping, Going to brethren, getting to church, having services, conferences, conventions, go to places. God said, My thought toward you are still of peace and not of evil, to give you future and a hope. So don't do not do don't, don't think that it's over. There's no future. There's future for us and there is hope. I'm glad that God did that. I'm glad that God said that. Even to these people that were in captivity, that they couldn't get to the temple. And you know, we read some some that said that we sat down by the river side of Babylon, we wept when well, we remember Zion. I still have thought for you. Though you don't have service, though you don't meet together, I am your God and I can take care of you. Let's ask what he told them to do. Let's go back to 29 Jeremiah verse 5. said, build houses and dwell in them. Plant gardens and eat their fruit. Take wives and beget sons and daughters. And take wives for your sons and give your daughters to husband. Hmm. This is interesting. This is very, very interesting. You know, God is telling you that you look. Don't, don't withdraw. Just because you don't have fellowship, you cannot get a church, you cannot meet together, you cannot have gathering and different conferences and different fellowships and different conventions. You can have all that right now, but get back to work. Build houses and dwell in them. Plant gardens and eat their fruit. You know, I, I could imagine Israel when they were taken captive and they were taken to Babylon. They didn't want to settle down. They were thinking, maybe next month, maybe next week, maybe, 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 maybe we'll go back to Jerusalem and have a place again, our temple and enjoy ourselves in our gatherings, in our feasts. God said, oh boy, yeah, that will come. I'll specify the time I will come. But meanwhile, you build houses and dwell in them. Plant gardens and eat from them. Take wives. Hallelujah. What's God saying from there? What's God saying? God is telling you that don't pack, don't stop your life, don't hang your boots. Get back to living, build houses. God said, build something, put something up. You know the word build has to do with construction. You know, I mean, he's talking about building. You know, I mean, they were thinking they are in transit, living in tents. God said, Build, go down, buy land, build houses. And you know when you build houses, you are thinking of staying there for some time. So, you know what, though the church is not available as a gathering, but your life is still intact with God and you can move ahead and you can do things with God, even in this so-called captivity to the virus, (laughs) you know. I mean, you just can't go to them, though you are in captivity under Babylon, but expand, build, plant, get married, do things with your life, increase in the land. So what I'm going to ask you to do right now is that you start building. Let's take that one. Let's, let's look at a building. Build, of course, build your life, physically speaking. Build, if you, want to, if you want to buy your land, buy your land now. If you want to build a house, start thinking about how to build a house, start raising money. But also, build your spiritual life. Now, you may not have church to go to and really have good fellowship and conferences and conventions. But right now, you can dig into your God and develop spiritual stamina. You know, Daniel, was one of those people that were taken captive. And Daniel survived and thrived and flourished without the gathering in the temple. And Daniel wrote, wrote this, said, They that know their God shall be strong and they shall do exploit." Did you hear that? They that know their God, not just those who attend the temple and go to church and have the gathering, he said, those who know their God shall so be strong. So let's know our God. Our God is saying, build right now. So build your spiritual life. You know, build your career. Build your future. Build your home. And for goodness sake, if you have land, build your house. Because that's a future, that is a hope. The thought of God toward you, they have peace, of prosperity, and not of disaster, not of evil. So he said, build. That's the first thing I want to tell you, build. What can you build? What can you construct at this moment? Then he says, the next one said, he said, plant gardens and eat their fruit. You know, that's talking about getting back to work. That's like investments, planting seed, giving, blessing the Lord. Don't suspend your giving right now. Don't suspend your business work. Don't suspend your investment. He said, plant gardens and eat their fruit. That means that if you plant. There are going to be enough time we're going to spend there to get fruit. So don't, don't, don't live as if there's no more season of planting and reaping. You know, sowing and reaping will never stop. Bible says that as long as the earth remains, seed see time and harvest it will never end. So don't think you're just going to hang yourself and think the harvest of your tomorrow is the seed you plant today. The harvest of reward tomorrow is the work you do today. So get them to work. Don't let this pandemic season lure you into sleep and into passivity just thinking that you're just going to just rise up and eat and drink this season going to pass but you better do something worthwhile with your life in it so plant gardens and eat the fruit look forward to the reward and harvest of your labor Bible says you shall eat the labor of your hand happy you shall be and it shall be well with you so let's get back to work though there was no more temple for Israel in Babylon God said get together and build your life and plant gardens so you can eat the fruit. God was telling them, Look here, don't diminish, don't decrease. And then God said to them, Look at verse six, take wives and beget sons and daughters. And take wives for your daughters and your children. For your sons and your daughters. No, what God is saying, get back into your relationship, get back into your home, get back into your marriage. Marriage is important, it's part of life, it's the whoop and woof of life. The Bible says, Enjoy the wife of your youth light. That's the, the person in the land where the live. Remember when they asked all of us to go home during the lockdown at the beginning? It is home. It was home you have to go to. You cannot stay in your office. So, if you had built your home, if you had built your family, if you had built a good marriage, it would be easier for you to be at home. Those who didn't build good marriage, they didn't find it easier at home. So, I would ask you to build your marriage and strengthen your marriage and get to become really powerful in your relationship. Build a home, build family, your, your life, your know, marriage, and your family, your children—I mean, do something. You, lady, become fruitful vine. You, husband, become real lover. And then, children, let's be a parent. And even right now, that we are not cannot go to school, we can do a lot of things online. We can learn a lot of things and build your relationship. Praise God! He told them, "He said, look here, build your home and dwell, and plant your garden and eat, and then build your marriages and build. Uh, even get married now. So don't wait you. You're going to have ceremonies. Look at, that's one thing you have to learn right now that ceremony and function are two different things. (laughs) You know, you know, I mean, you know, you can, you can, function is you want to get married. Ceremony is what attend to it. You want to do naming. You can keep on doing all those things. Of course, there will not be scenario like they will see around over here. There will not be a lot of noise and stuff, but hey, life goes on. You can get married now. You can, your wife can give back and you can name them. You don't have to wait till you have everything going on. So build plant and marry and build your own marriages quite well. So let's, let's look at what, what I said we should do. Look at verse 7. And seek the peace of the city where I have caused you to be carried away captive and pray to the Lord for it. For in his peace, you will have peace. Wow. God is saying, look at, engage in your city. Engage in your work. Do what you need to do. Pray for the peace of the city where you are living. Keep on praying for the peace of your country, of your state, and of your city. Because at the end of the day, that's where you are living. That's where you are staying. So you're gonna have to become a contributor, not just a mere consumer. You know, under the lockdown, we are only just eating and eating and eating and eating and just sleeping and watching news. Now it's time to get back to actions and do things. Though there's no church yet, God is saying, as a believer, your life has not been put on hold. Now they could have put church on hold and put gathering on hold and conferences and conferences and ceremonies on hold, but your life is not on hold because your life is bigger and your life is greater. All those things are to help you. They are to strengthen you. But let 's do it when we don't have those facilities right now, of course God's going to bring them back to us and don't suspend your life. don't, 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 don't let that happen to you let Let's go to verse eight. It says, Don't says the Lord of us, the God of Israel, do not let your prophet and your diviners who are in your midst deceive you. Now listen to your dreams which you caused to be dreamed for the prophets falsely to you in my name, I have not sent them Says the Lord. Now, please listen to this. I want to help you. There are all kinds of prophets around today. That includes mass media, news media, social media. Everybody's saying something, you're talking about all that going on. And then you have your own dream of the world coming to an end, you know. Come, quit all that. Live your life to the full right now. Bible says, godliness is profitable unto all things. So get godly, get serious spiritually, build your mental life, intellectual pursuit, get some training, get some courses done, move on, build your life, plant gardens, invest, give to people, give to God, give to church, give to his kingdom, give to missionaries now. Then you'll see, oh, there's nothing happening. No, you are a formidable force right now. And let's get that job done. Don't listen to all the prophet talking about something going to happen blah, 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 and, and scare all of us. Let's just stay and build our lives, and plant our gardens, and walk on our home. Praise the Lord. Now, listen to this, verse uh, 11 says, for I know the thought I think toward you, says the Lord, thought of peace, and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. God's thinking about you at this moment. God wants to help you strongly. God wants to, God has not changed his mind. God has not changed his promises. No matter what has happened on the land, they have locked our doors of their churches, but God has not changed his promises. Jehovah is still the same. Christ just is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and his word will work any time of the day praise the lord so let, let's do that he said he said since his plan his purposes are still great for us how do we respond to that look at verse 12 then you'll call upon me and go and pray to me and i will listen to you god is saying look at that time you used to go for to have united prayer a prayer of agreement now god said individually i will listen to you you come and pray call upon me take your time be with me and I will listen to you. Verse thirteen says, "And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart." Now start searching for God right now. Start asking Him to lead you, to guide you about how to build, how to plant, how to marry, how to have a home going on, how to how to have an effect on the city. Your life is not terminated. Your life is not beyond pause, on hold. God is saying, "Talk to me. Spend time with me." Now you may not have church to go to. Spend that time with God. Spend that time be with God, be with his word be alone, Daniel was alone though he had three friends but he had to build his life and he became one of the mightiest men of the Bible glory to God glory to God, so I want to encourage you, I want to plead with you to not suspend your life now, don't put your life on hold, they may put you on hold but you are not yet on hold, the real church is you, not the building not the gathering, so let's use what you have gotten and move ahead and do great things with our lives. He said, you will seek me and find me when you search for me with your whole heart. Now it's time for you to do it with all your heart. And remember us, when we go to church we don't fully listen to God. We're busy doing service. We do other things. But right now it's you and God. So you better build your life and strengthen yourself quite well. That's what I'm going to tell you today. How to live in this present season. Let's not be like them. that something rivers of Babylon and they wept when they remember Zion. We will not weep right now. We're going to rise and shine because Zion, the house of God, has put so much invested in us, so much investment in us. Let's go use it now and shine. So when we be together again in church, when we are able to gather together again, we'll have stories and testimony to tell, not just lamenting and wishing that we didn't come this way. God is going to help us. And this virus will be defeated. And you will have got a testimony through all the struggles. For our light affliction for a moment is working for us a far more eternal weight of glory. Why we don't look at what we see but what we don't see. Now, what we don't see is what God is saying over here. God said, go build, plant, have homes, marry, seek the city peace. Let's do that. And God will bless us more and more in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening. Let's go do that in Jesus' name.